0: "'Nobody has a mother who paints the outside of her house "'bright purple, and nobody has a mother named Bootsy "'who decorates the front yard with life-size mannequins, "'especially for every holiday, "'ceramic pigs with costumes on. "'No one leaves her decorated purple Christmas tree "'up in the living room year-round for 30 years. "'Nobody has a mother like that except me.'" I wasn't surprised at my friend's comments way back in 1971 when I told them that my mother was planning my entire wedding because I had to go to summer school. They said, you've got to be kidding, a formal church wedding with 300 people and you're wearing a purple wedding dress? Where did you find a size 22 purple wedding dress? I can't believe that all ten members of the wedding party, including the men, are all wearing purple, too. Nobody did that back in the 70s. Well, I did. I grew up in 1950s in the little small conservative town of Clarksville where everybody was just picture perfect, it seemed, like Beaver Cleaver. And my parents were both in college. My grandparents had both graduated from University of Missouri, and they had a beautiful brick home overlooking the river. And my grandmother was in charge of all kinds of groups, and she didn't know what to make of this little Memphis gal that Daddy brought home after World War II, so I can only imagine what she must have thought when she painted the house purple. But raising a town is like raising a family. People in the town grow on you like your children grow and Everybody in the town came to know and love Bootsy because she didn't care if people said certain things about her. She didn't care if she didn't fit the norm, and I guess that's where I get it. So my mom is 94, and she's still alive and doing great things and taking care of my baby brother back in St. Louis. But some of the things that I remember from my childhood, she had steering wheels hanging with flying pigs from vaulted ceilings in the brand new house that they had just built. And she described her sense of style as unique. And we all grew to love her uniqueness. And we still do. Because Bootsy was able to give unconditional love. She loved, and I truly mean that, everyone. So there's only one person who's ever caused my mother grief and pain through the years, and guess who that was? Yep, that was me. As an adolescent, I had to compete with my mother and my older sister, who were both normal, beautiful sizes and beautiful people. And here I was, a size 22, 100 pounds overweight, and my sister, I've shared before, had been a cheerleader and prom queen and valedictorian and... She and Mom just seemed to spend a lot of time together in the kitchen and talking girl talk, and my younger brother and my dad spent a lot of time playing ball. Dad was the coach of his team, and I was kind of left as the middle child, the outsider. I labeled myself rebellious, and I compensated in very destructive ways back in the 1960s and 70s when people didn't do that as much then in Clarksville. I could really fit in in today's society. I would often hear them say, oh, what a wonderful family, except poor Debbie. I wonder what happened to her. I had heard that so many times. Times, but mom would defend me and she would always try to help me. She would fix healthy food and she'd invite me to exercise with her to these old records that she had, but. When it came time to getting married, I found the man of my dreams that didn't care how much I had gained since we had first met. I don't know if I had looked like that when we first met, if he would have still been with me, but I think he would have. He always says he has loved me through thick and thin So my other grandmother was the one who ended up making my purple layered dress. It was actually a white dress with just a little light layer of purple chiffon. And she knew how to make it so that it kind of hid how large I was. But I also know that I had learned how to manipulate and blame others for my problems. And I know that mom and dad had taken me to counselors and psychiatrists, and they were always trying to rescue me. And Bootsy could even think of things that she had done that I didn't even know about. But they didn't and weren't able to prevent my attempted suicide. One night back in my teen years, I had come home unexpectedly and found her all alone doing something that I hadn't tried since I was a little girl. She was on her knees praying for me. Now, you can call it a coincidence, but that moment impacted my future. And we began to talk, and she told me of the dreams that she had given up so that she could marry Daddy during the war. She hadn't been able to finish college or become a fashion designer at the time, even to have the wedding that she had dreamed of because they were married in a little chapel. As daddy had been given orders, he was being shipped out to go to Japan as a Navy pilot. I had never known the young girl Bootsy, and I loved her even more. So with mom's encouragement Of course, we got married in that beautiful purple wedding that Clarksville will will never forget, and I finally graduated from high school and college. Of course, it was in college where I had met my husband-to-be Bud, and it was just ecstatic when I found out Mom was able to plan my wedding. My older sister had eloped, and she hadn't had the big event that Mom had been dreaming of for herself and her girls, but... Clarksville had never seen such a wedding, let me tell you that. It was no ordinary hometown church. Everything had purple flowers, purple streamers, purple arches, purple five-tiered purple cake, purple flowing fountain, purple everything. And in spite of the whispers and drop jaws, I proudly floated down the aisle in my size 22 purple chiffon, handmade by my grandmother. My attendants were all in different shades of purple. My matron of honor, my sister Donna, who is still my best friend. Good friends I have kept through the years. One of them is deceased, Carol, but uh, Lynn and Drusy, they're still good friends, and they wore purple. And here now, 40-some years later, I've lost 100 pounds. My husband and I together can fit into that wedding dress that was made by my grandmother. And of course, I became a teacher, high school, drama, and I had a built-in wardrobe for all of our plays. My mom was the costumer for the Clarksville Theater there in town, the community theater. And so I would go and look at all of her props and mannequins and costumes. And when I was teaching and had to do a play, I knew where I could get costumes always Bootsy. So when you go back to that little purple house, still sitting there in Clarksville, Missouri, there's still that uh, purple Christmas tree standing in the dining room. There's still that pig collection. And there's still the remembrance of where all those dreams were being dreamed, where those prayers were being prayed, and where they have now been answered. And I thank God. For my mom. Some of you may not have had good moms. Some of you may have had some crazy moms like I did. But Lord, we thank you for our mothers who gave us birth. We thank you for our birth mothers or our adopted mothers for some. But I thank you for my Mama Bootsy. And I thank you for all of the many dreams and prayers that have been prayed through the years. And most of all, I thank you for that blessed assurance that we'll have all of eternity to spend together thanking you. And I do that right now in Jesus' name. God bless you, my friends. If you'd like to get in touch, stay tuned, and you'll hear how. I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, Have me come speak to your group or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.